Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here talking all things Disney. And Doug, not a whole lot in the news right now, except that I know we'll be checking out Pandora in about three weeks. Really excited for us to see that. A lot of uh, a lot of previews going on right now. Have you seen or read anything? I've selectively read a couple things, but I'm trying to avoid too much so that when I see it, it's for the first time rather than on a YouTube video. Um, but yeah, it's coming up mid-June. We'll be there, and uh, then we'll talk about Pandora. But that's really all that's in the news this week is just Pandora previews continuing. I've heard pre- plenty of good things like you. I'm trying to avoid it as much as possible. I did have some friends check it out the other day and uh, took some really cool pictures. So I am really excited. So be listening. I think in four weeks will be our Pandora uh, review and so if you're listening to a previous episode find it and give it a listen because we are really excited to be able to bring that to you yeah i'm looking forward to it it'll be a lot of fun it's a it's a work trip that's my favorite part of it air quotes air, qu- air quotes so uh for our wives who i know who are listening but tonight's episode is going to be a little bit different a little bit fun because we get a lot of questions with uh, between you and I and also on the Rope Drop Radio page. A lot of simple yes, no, uh, this or that type questions. And we've kind of built a whole show around this. Different questions that we've asked, questions that we've jokingly asked each other. So we're going to play a little game called Would You Rather. Ooh, I like the sounds of that, Derek. Not Maybe, maybe a game you played in, in college. Uh, so uh, a little bit different. This, this is going to be the Disney A little edition. different. Yep. A little, little different. But yeah, I'm ready to go because we get these all the time of, should I do this or this? And so here we go. All would right. we rather? Well, let's let's uh, Would you rather Disney edition? And we'll just kind of go back and forth talking about some of the questions that we have. We have quite a few of them. Uh, so some will be shorter, some will be longer. But let's start off with a pretty easy one. Would you rather eat Dole Whip or Citrus Swirl? It's an excellent question. I mean, Citrus Swirl is actually ice cream. So for those that don't know, it's like a twist cone of orange ice cream and vanilla. Uh, Dole Whip is pineapple ice cream, but it's not ice cream. It's actually a sorbet. It's dairy-free. Um, and a Dole Whip float comes in pineapple juice. So for me, I really like pineapple. So it's a simple choice. I'll go with the Dole Whip. However, the Citrus Swirl has the better mascot, Derek. It's got the Orange Bird, and it's tough to be Orange Bird merchandise. The only thing better than this Orange Bird is, uh, oh, it's Figment, in my opinion. But uh, there you go. I would go with the Dole Whip. This was a quick one for me. How about you? Well, I have to agree, Dole Whip, because I'm lactose and can't eat ice cream. That's a good so, point. Yeah, yeah. Do- Dole Whip is where I have to go to. Yeah, so anybody with lactose issues, can't do ice cream, Dole Whip is your go-to dessert at Walt Disney World. 
There we are. And that's something we will not be sharing when we go down together. Oh, heck no. You get your own. All right. So here we go. Question number two. Four days at the Wilderness Lodge or seven nights at Pop Century with dining. So do you want the uh, shorter, nicer resort or the longer, not as nice resort? Yeah, so it comes out to about the same money. Four nights Wilderness Lodge, seven nights Pop Century with the dining. So, yeah, do you do you want to spring for the deluxe or do you like the longer trips? I really like longer trips, Derek. I, I feel like you get more rope drops out of it, which means you can maximize stuff. Pop Century, you'd have dining, so you'd less to worry about there. So you're getting a longer vacation. Hmm. I think I'd side with that, but the deluxes are nice. You just did the Contemporary not too long ago, and it's pretty lavish, isn't it? Oh, it's amazing. Uh, and so that's a, it's a hard question, but like you, I would have to go seven nights because the more the merrier, and if it comes out to the same amount. But, uh, you know, if you've done the Pop Century, I guess, a few times, I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. going to the Wilderness Lodge. Especially yeah. Because they, they equal out. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a gorgeous resort. And just got a lot of refurbishments done. I mean... The deluxe resorts can be an attraction, like by themselves. Mm-hmm. So, Pop Century not an attraction by itself, really. You know, you don't want it, a picture by a giant yo-yo. Um, do yeah. Kids, do kids even yo-yo anymore? I know they do the the fidget um, spinners. Oh lord. Um, <laughs> my uh, my son knows what a yo-yo is because my uh, one of his grandpas got him one. But I don't know that the average kid knows what a yo-yo is. Uh, you got the Rubik's Cubes, bowling pens, and the potato heads. They know those things. But, yeah, I think well, it's a tough one. If uh, I'm going more frequent, I would definitely say the four nights. But if it's like the one trip of the year, seven nights, is, it's tough to beat that. I would go seven nights, Derek, even, even at a value resort. Now, I can't say my wife would choose that. But I would choose it. It's hmm. good. All right. Well, uh, the next question is one that blows up the message boards all the time. And I don't know if you have a lot of experience with coffee, but I do not. Starbucks or Joffrey's? Are yeah. You- so I don't drink coffee, Derek, but uh, Joffrey's is all over in their parks. Um, you get it in your resort room. You have a little coffee maker with Joffrey's packets. Um, Starbucks is only in one location in each park, so it's harder to find. So which way do you go, Derek? Oh, I go Starbucks all the way. I've, we actually almost, uh, we, they did a, we rope dropped Starbucks practically at the Magic Kingdom, and then we're able to get Starbucks at Animal Kingdom because it's over there by Kilimanjaro. So we were able to get that while we were waiting in line for, um, uh, Lion King on stage. So mm. Starbucks all the way. I did get Joffrey's this last trip at uh, the studios and was really disappointed. So I, I got to stick with the Starbucks, especially since uh, on the snack credit, you can get the uh, Venti, the large one, triple shot yeah. mocha, and it's only one snack credit. That best, sounds like a deal. Best snack credit you can use. And you get your caffeine for your energy for the day. But the nice thing about the new opening procedure at the Magic Kingdom now is you get let into the park and then mm-hmm. held down at the hub so you can get to Starbucks before the park even opens yep. and get your coffee going. So I, I guess I'll agree, Starbucks, but I really don't have a dog in that fight, Derek. 
All right. Well, looks like I'm not going to be buying you any coffee on our trip. No. 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 All right. Well, here's a question that we get quite a bit. Uh, would you rather fly in a budget airline and save, you know, $75 a person or fly on a mainstream airline, you know, kind of like Southwest or Delta? This is a question we get a ton. It's a question that we've dealt with, actually, mm-hmm. you and I, in planning our upcoming trip. So I'm going to use Allegiant as the example here. For those of you that are not familiar with Allegiant, it's uh, an airline that works with a lot of major destinations, but they go to the other airport. So in Orlando, they don't fly into MCO. They fly into Samford. So if you don't know where Samford is, think of the wrong side of Orlando from Disney World, and that's where you go. It's like, what, an hour and 30-minute drive, hour, 20-minute drive to the park from there. So it's a good jaunt. Um, You can save a lot of money on a budget airline. Um, Frontier, Spirit, those are a couple other examples. Um, So the Southwest, Delta, United, all the major airlines. So like coming home on one of those, the first step is you can't use the airline check-in at your resort. That to me is pretty big. Um, because we've done that with Southwest and Delta before we check our bags at the airline check-in in the morning, go to the parks, and then we hop on magical express later. Our bags meet us in Omaha. Um, with one of those budget ones, you can't do that with Allegiant since they fly into the uh, wrong airport, you have to get there. So you have to make sure you're saving enough per ticket to make the cost of transportation. Cause you're looking at like a hundred and twenty to two hundred dollars one way for like a town car rental um, we ended up renting a car at the car care center and returning it at the airport so we only had that car one night but that was what we did to get there because it was most cost effective but that meant i had to drive and i was super tired after running a half marathon that was a long drive and then you gotta factor in the cost of bags because they charge you for carry-ons Mm-hmm. They charge you. For, they they charge they, you for everything. They charge you for a seat. The closer you sit to the, the seat, front, yep. the higher the cost. Yep. And if you want a window aisle, I think Frontier the middle seat's free in the back, mm-hmm. but not on Allegiant. So they're all a little different. So you really have to go through the whole process of seeing how much is really going to cost. Because I want to say I booked a flight on Frontier at spring break for forty nine dollars, which is just insane it was a non-stop which was great but i didn't get a snack i didn't get a drink so i had to buy that in the airport i paid 25 dollars for my seat um because for some reason that's how much it costs to sit where i needed to sit and um you know it really they nickel and dime you so it can add up so you got to do a lot of math and then you've flown allegiant as well Derek. have you flown frontier no we haven't Okay, so I've done them both, and you gotta also take in consideration the flight comfort. How do you think your seat was on Allegiant? Uh, I don't remember it being. Don't no, we got, I don't remember really. I just we got those tickets so cheap on a Cyber Monday deal that it was cost effective. So if you are doing budget, you know, try to get those Cyber Mondays or those random, you know, fly now, book the next hour for 39 bucks. I know Frontier does some yeah. of those to MCO. So yep. if you can jump on those, it's great. But any other time, it's it's definitely not worth it. Yeah, I think if you're getting really cheap. Yeah. So 
like you add it all up and you compare the cost. Let's use like Southwest where bags fly free. So sometimes like it gets pretty close about the same price. I need it to be like a hundred plus dollars apart for me to want to do it because the seats are not, I mean, they're just barely padded. The they're narrower, they're closer together. Um, the just, you question whether the one time we, uh, had to try to park three times before we got lined up correctly, which that was a new experience. So I kind of questioned how experienced the pilot was, which you don't want to question when you're on an airplane. Um, I, it's got to really save me a lot of money before we did it, but we just did it, but we got, we snagged some really cheap tickets. So you got to make sure it's on sale if you're going to do it, I, I think is what I'm saying. Does that sound like what I'm saying, Derek? That sounds about right. I agree with you on that. I I had a relative of mine describe it as the Greyhound of the Skies, and uh, when we flew it the first time, I totally agree. It was the Greyhound of the Skies. Well, hopefully we answered that question. So basically, Did we? so I'm guessing fly, you know, one of the major airlines, unless you get a ridiculously cheap deal on a budget airline that makes it financially worth it. Which, you know what, we debated it for coming home from our rope drop radio yep. trip here in June. And we ended up going with Southwest. It definitely cost us more. $25 roughly. Yeah, by the time you add everything into it, mm-hmm. and then you also add in the time it takes to get to that airport and the hassle. Um, Grant, it's a small airport, so things go pretty quick, but it's just, sometimes it's just not worth it. Um, if the price is way different, then it's worth it. All right, well, there we go. That's kind of our... Do you have an easier question? I hope so. Let's, uh, let's go back to just uh, if or that. So would you rather ride space mountain or expedition everest you only get to pick one one of the big mountains which one do you take can i say hyperspace mountain sure then i'll say that okay i i can't go backwards on roller coasters so this is a no-brainer for me so i'm gonna go space mountain uh if i do everest i'll i'll vomit all over myself oh see i disagree i love everest Uh, i really wish that the yeti was fully operational and hopefully I hope that uh, Rogan's going to get that fixed someday. Um, but until then, I'm still going to pick Expedition Everest. But I do love Space Mountain. Or not Rogan, Rody. Joe Rody. Rody. So yeah, there you go. Rogan's more Emmy with uh, <laughs> the mixed martial arts fighting UFC championships type stuff. But um, yeah. Space Mountain for me, Everest for you. All right, that one was easier. I like it That was it easy. Okay, here comes All a right. good one, one we just got the other day, and it's a, it's a question that I know we've joked around about. I've, I've talked to my wife and other people about it, but would you rather seven nights mm. on a Disney cruise or seven nights in the parks? So a full week, do you want to be on the ship or do you want to be doing stuff at the parks? So if it's just seven or seven price, don't none of that price. matters. I just price. get to pick time. Yep. I don't even care. I don't even care what, um, where that cruise ship is going. I will take the cruise, um, every time. Seven night cruise over seven days in the park. Give me the cruise. Yes, please. Thank you. I'm done. Um, unfortunately, the whole answer can't be that simple. But there's my quick answer. You give your quick answer, and then we'll break it down a little more. 
Uh, I would definitely go the majority of my time. Now, right now, because we're in the middle of a move, I kind of want to be on a cruise ship. But, you know, I'm, I'm a park guy through and through. So I would love to spend seven days in the parks, you know, being able to get to do everything, get to take my time, rope drop what I want to rope drop, book all the fast passes, just make sure it gets done well. I would prefer seven days in or seven nights in the park. Bonus. I need that unlimited soft serve ice cream, evidently. Well, bonus, we didn't ever say what resort we were staying at, too. So. It didn't matter. I mean, it, you could put me at a, any resort. I'd take seven-night cruise. The only way you could tempt me would be like with a grand villa at, at a Bay Lake Tower. Mm. But now we're getting crazy. So let's break that down a little more. Say money is a factor. Um, a seven-night cruise is going to cost way more than seven nights in the park. You can do the park much cheaper than you can cruise. So let's say a four-night cruise for seven nights in the park, Derek. Then what do you do? Ooh. Oh, you already picked the park. I, so, I mean, you're making the, the cruise yeah. shorter. Yeah, that, not go so there. I guess it's me. But it's funny. You said cruise ship, and I'm still thinking, man, I would love to be on Castaway Key right now. Oh, uh, yeah. You can't beat that day on Castaway. So a four-night cruise versus seven days in the park, I'd still probably take the cruise and cost-wise, you could do a four-night cruise and a seven-day, seven nights in the park. You could stay at a deluxe and be relatively equivalent price-wise. Um, one that tells you how expensive cruising is, mm-hmm. but also one thing to remember about cruising is it includes essentially everything except alcohol. Um, you can buy other stuff, you can get carried away, but it includes everything. So. I like the cruises. I like my ice cream. I like calling room service and just getting random things for no reason. Um, I can't do that in the parks, Derek. So I think I'd still go cruise, unless of course you ca- you call me away with like a grand villa. Okay, that let I me let see. me throw. I'm gonna throw a kicker in there just because I want to see your right. answer. It's May okay. 2019 and Star Wars just opened up. Oh. Well, then I'm probably going to the opening of Star Wars Land. There we go. That, okay, I knew that the was... The Star Wars experience is going to trump a cruise. I um, agree. Even though I can't really say anything because we just booked a cruise for 2018, and uh, we don't have anything in the parks booked up, so, you know. It'll come, Derek. It, it will. will come. But yep. Yeah, I would do Star Wars experience opening. Now, if I've already gone to Star Wars a, a time or two, then I'd probably be back to my cruising habits. All right. Well, let's... Let's keep moving on. We got uh, some easier ones here. Uh, and, and I love this next one because it's Fantasmic or Illuminations. And what the question you get a lot with Fantasmic now, you know, playing off uh, the Star Wars, is a lot of people are having to choosing, so they're going to have to go back to the studios to be able to get both nighttime shows. So do you leave Epcot early and go check out Fantasmic, or do you stay at Epcot and watch Illuminations? What do you do, Doug? Well, let's assume your day in Hollywood Studios, you're already going to Star Wars. So that means, do you skip Illuminations and go to Fantasmic? That's why I thought this was a great question. Um, I don't know. So they're two totally different shows, totally different atmospheres. Uh, The thing I really like about Fantasmic is I get to sit down on an actual seat, which is pretty spectacular. It's a gigantic amphitheater with bench seating which is really nice um illuminations you have to like find your spot hold your spot fight for your spot hold all the people off to keep your spot and then you know make sure you're 
upwind, downwind, whatever it is, so the smoke doesn't blow in your face from the fireworks. Um, so I probably would lean Phantasmic over Illuminations. Illuminations is neat, but Phantasmic is more comfortable. Man, I sound really lazy. I'm picking a nighttime you, Yeah, that, that is pretty bad. But it's true. It's so true um, when I'm coming down to it. What about you, Derek? What what do you prefer? Oh, this is an easy one for me. I love Fantasmic, and, and it's oh. great. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the show. It's actually hard for me being a massive Star Wars fan and having to choose Star Wars over Fantasmic. I want to be able to do both. Uh, we got to do both, you know, a couple years ago we made it work, but now it's just it's too chaotic. So I would. I would leave Epcot. The Illuminations has been around for uh, nine it's years. I, I Longer than that, probably. I, a little longer, yeah. Yeah, it's so, it's been done. So I, I'm, but even though Phantasmic's pretty old, I just I like that there's a story. I like the characters. I love the ending with everyone on the boats. My kids get to wave at them. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I will say my one complaint about Phantasmic is they may have used Pocahontas a bit more than they needed to. I now that I that, agree with. It needs an update. That, that tells you how old it is because Pocahontas was like the popular ip at the time so um yeah they could update it with some more of the new sh- i mean they got tangled and frozen and wreck it ralph and all those new animation like uh, features that they could fit in there so it's due for an update mm-hmm. um i think disneyland's getting a big update because it's been closed for quite a while while yep. they're working on star wars so we'll see what disneyland does update wise but uh I would do Fantasmic just out of my laziness. Um, Illuminations, I like the different music that they incorporate from the different countries. With kids, you're trying to claim you're doing something educational on your trip. So, you know, it's a little more educational than fictitious Indians fighting. But, uh, yeah, Fantasmic's going to win for me. I'm not a huge Illumination fan. All right. Well, moving on to one of my other favorite questions here, because I know our answers already. Swiss Family Robinson or Tom Sawyer's Island at the Magic Kingdom? Which one do you do? And you have huh. to pick one. I have to pick one. I know. This is, I don't want to this is a true would you rather. Yep. I haven't done either of these in my adult life. I've, I've only done them as children. So... Tom Sawyer Island reminds me of some really bad field trips I went on as a kid here in the Midwest to, like, random forts on the prairie type of thing. Like, I don't need to go look at forts. We have old forts, I guess. Uh, Swift Family Robinson is a big, giant treehouse that requires lots of going upstairs. I don't want to do either, Derek, but both, if I... Both involve uh, some leg muscle there. Gosh. I'm going to pick Swiss Family because I can walk on any time and I can get in it and out and done. Tom Sawyer Island, you got to wait for that little boat to go, you know, 40 feet across the water. And then you're trapped mm-hmm. on the island. You got to take the boat back. So I like the uh, fact that I can just walk as fast as I want through Swiss Family Robinson. That's I'm going to give that the nod. Plus, the movie is great. And I force my kids to watch it while on a cruise ship, while a ship is sinking. And uh, that that was one of the highlights of a seven-night cruise for us one time. Dad of the year right there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that through. But I'm like, oh, watch this. It's about that treehouse you guys go through. All so right. how about you? I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go Tom Sawyer Island. 
you know, as a, when I was nine, that was one of my highlights of our one of our Disney trips. I just I loved it. I felt free. I think my parents just may have cut me loose. I don't know. Uh, it's not as cool. We did go on our honeymoon, and uh, the best part of uh, our honeymoon going there was seeing a 16-year-old girl drop her cell phone in the water and just the panic on her face. Yeah. But, yeah, now with kids, we we probably won't go until our kids are 9, 10, even, if it's still around, if either one of those things. I would be surprised if 10, 15 years Either of those tractions are still around if they haven't done I w- something. I would have said that ten years ago too, though. Yeah, and they're still here. Um, yeah, there's a lot more to do at Tom Sawyer. Swiss Family, you just walk through. Mm-hmm. So Tom Sawyer definitely has more to do. It's a bigger time suck. So that's why I'm picking Swiss Family Robinson. No. I don't want to do either, though. No, just to be clear. But we had to pick one. You had to pick had one. To. So, all right. Would next- you still pick? Well- Either of those over Stitch. Ooh, you know what's fun? You know what? I would do Stitch one more time before it goes away. It's open all summer. I would too. I would do I it would one too. more time. The last time I did it was uh, our honeymoon seven, eight years ago, whenever that was. And I remember getting spit on. I remember getting annoyed. You know, I it would. It's one of those things, Doug. If there is no line and we have done everything you and I could We're maybe do it, it on our trip. So, and you know, I'm just going to laugh at kids and their fright of terror. So I, just, I'm I love how they have a height restriction. It's like 44 inches. They added that on after they realized like little kids were just scared out of their minds. It's 40 inches or 40, is, but, uh, but yeah, they, they added the height just because kids were getting scared to keep the little kids off of it. So, I'm, I'd probably pick Stitch over that. I agree. But Stitch still is awful. I agree. Just to clarify. There we go. But it, you know what? In the end, it's a lot less walking. That's the yeah. winner. So. Yep. All is. right. Uh, dessert party at Happily Ever After or dinner at Ohana? Oh, so we got the new fireworks. Mm-hmm. First, one of my favorite meals. This is tough, Derek. It, it um, when I was thinking on paper, oh, it's definitely Ohana. But dessert parties uh, are kind of hit and miss for me. I've had good and bad. Um, I think the Happily Ever After one would be pretty good, though. Um, it'd be a good use of time, funds. But dinner Ohana is endless meat. you got to go with steak, mm. right? Like steak trumps dessert, right? And Ohana's dessert's better than any dessert you're going to get at the holiday, at the party. But you don't get fireworks at Ohana. You can see them across the lagoon, way in the distance. I don't know. I probably I, uh, money's not an object. I probably go happily ever after dessert party right now, just because I haven't seen the show yet. Yep, I agree. I would go the same way. To, it's funny. I would love to do the dinner at Ohana, but uh, I haven't seen the show either. Uh, dessert party would be a lot of fun, and the fireworks and getting a great seat. So, yep, dessert party at Happily Ever After. All right. Now, now if the show, now if that show becomes like Illuminations and never leaves, then I'm choosing Ohana every time. Oh yeah, and a month ago, this would have been Wishes dessert party. I'm picking Ohana. I'm good. I've seen Wishes enough. I mean, Wishes was in middle school, so it was starting to get to that annoying stage where mm-hmm. it was just bugging you all the time. Uh, all right, uh, a random counter service question, even though it's uh, different parks. Counter service at Cosmic Rays or at ABC Commissary. So you got Magic Kingdom or the studios. 
All right, so right here we have two counter service that neither are my first choice for those parks. Mm -hmm. But I have to eat at one of those two. It's kind of like the Swiss Family Robinson question here. Cosmic Rays, you get uh, entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some entertainment in ABC Commissary. They have TVs showing, like, clips of shows from ABC. And if you take too long to eat, you see it three or four or five times. Um, you've had their new menu, though. I haven't eaten there with their updated menu. You had the steak, didn't you? How was it? I had, the, I had chicken. And, uh, chicken. I know my wife had maybe a fish uh, the fish dish it was really good i was impressed with the food i would choose that one over cosmic uh rays i know because i do work for abc my kids liked uh say, oh daddy this is where you work and we we're able to take some pictures and i sent it to some co-workers so i get a little extra bonus there where yeah. on the other side my kids you know a little freaked out by cosmic rays so if i have to go that direction yeah. i have to choose abc okay well and the other thing uh Oh, Michelle had the steak. She said it was good. And she's kind of a – she gets picky with her steak, trust me. Um, I'd probably go Cosmic Rays because of the toppings bar. I can load my burger, although it's a Disney burger, so it's you know only so good to begin with. But if you put enough sautéed mushrooms and onions on it, eventually it tastes like something, right? So I think I'll go dessert bar – or not sorry, dessert bar. Of course I go dessert bar. Uh, toppings bar. Um, at Cosmic Rays is going to be the tiebreaker there. And uh, you can always watch the entertainment while you're there. you got mm -hmm. the lounge singer going, and that's pretty entertaining. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Cosmic Rays. You go ABC Commissary. We'll meet up somewhere in between. Sounds good. All right, well, we have one more question left on our list, and this is one we get a lot and i know we've yep. talked about it in this show a lot so we're gonna finish that's why we kind of put it down to the bottom of the list but it is one that is important and it comes to princess character dining that big thing that every little girl wants to do on their trip do you go to cinderella's royal table at the magic kingdom or akersh's in epcot oh that is a question i think michelle answers that daily um well, let's, let's lay out the pros of each. Some pros of Cinderella's Royal Table. It's in a castle. Like, I mean, it's Legit, in, not yeah. a, a, a the, the castle. castle. Right? So that's a pretty big trump card right there. Akershiz is technically in a castle. However, you don't think of Norwegian castles when you think mm -hmm. of castles. Um, you meet princesses at both. Um, four or five. each of. I'd say the princess is pretty even. Um, you get a picture with Cinderella right when you come into Cinderella's Royal Table. You get a picture with Belle at Akris's. Um The princess makeup seems about the same at both, right? Um, so let's compare breakfast. Breakfast food-wise, um, Cinderella's, you get like a plate of pastries, and then like they have a menu you order off of. Akris's is family-style and buffet. So where would you go food-wise? Have you eaten at Cinderella's? No, I've only done Akershus. You, you did be our guest, that's right. Yeah, we did Cinderella's. be. Um, the big thing for me is the dining credit. Yeah. The one versus two. It, it just, to me, makes no sense why you would choose one over the other except for the bucket list. If yep. you're on the dining plan. 
the dining plan, one credited actresses. That's the so you got the the castle is the trump card for Cinderella. Mm-hmm. The one dining credit is the trump card at actresses. It makes a big difference. I mean, it, it's a whole nother meal you can eat. Yep. So I I would lean actresses just for that. But if you are in the market for fine dining, um, sit down, really nice meal. And you're in the Magic Kingdom. Cinderella's is, I mean, it's really good food. It's uh, fancy. It's well prepared. It's, I mean, it's not Victorian Alberts. Don't get, don't think I'm saying it's like the most fine dining, but it is fine dining. Where Ackers is a buffet and family style and Norwegian. So if you don't like Norwegian food, then, you know, it may not be 100% up your alley, but I think it's pretty Americanized. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't have trouble finding stuff to eat, did you? No, no, I ate well. So, it, I would probably lean Ackers's over Cindy's. Well, and both of them, you need to know that those ADRs go pretty quickly, so you got to get on top of booking pretty fast. Yeah, you got to be ready, especially if you have a group bigger than two or mm-hmm. four. I mean, it's really tough to find something for 12 or nine or seven or five even. So... Tables of four and two, a little easier to come by, but you still, I mean, when I talk about a little easier to come by, I'm talking like 175 days out, not seven days out. So, um, yeah, I'm going to lean Ackers's. I just, eating in the castle is not a big enough deal to me. We've done it twice. I'm good. I don't need to go back. I don't know when we'll get to it. Hopefully, hopefully we do. Bucket list. My daughter's, you know five and a half so she's still got a few more years where she loves the princesses yeah. and so yeah it, it's a bucket list for any anyone who has a daughter especially if they've done bibby bobby boutique or something like that you, you want to get them that that princess experience both of them are great picks you're, you're not going to go wrong you know the funny thing about cinderella's royal table we have the you know people that will go to disney for like they go to florida to visit family or something or go to the mm-hmm. beach and they go to disney for one day and when they talk about to you before or after because they ask you questions because you know you know we're the the disney friend that they have and they ask us questions and they don't listen to any advice and then when they get back they just complain about how expensive it is and like well, where did you eat at that it was so expensive well we ate at cinderella's royal table well you can't book the meal and then complain about the price mm-hmm. because like you knew exactly how much it was going to cost when you booked it so now, if you want to complain about Pinocchio's being overpriced, sure, go for it. But you know what? Jimmy John's isn't much cheaper. So, you know, Cinderella's. It's a special place, but I'm going to go Akers's. All right. Well, that is the last question on our Disney Would You Rather. And uh, it was a lot of fun to talk about them. A handful of questions that we got from some of you guys who are listening. So hopefully we answered your questions for you. But if you have any more, Doug and I will definitely answer them via Facebook and Twitter. Uh, it just, it's, it's something fun that we love to do. Uh, these are the easy ones, almost like a fantasy football. Who would you rather play? You know, Where would you rather go? We, we get a lot of them for fast passes. Would we get a fast pass for here and there? We didn't do any fast passes today. We didn't. We oh, talked goodness. a lot about those uh, within the show itself. Yeah. But these, these are questions that we love to talk about. So if you have any, never feel afraid to send us a Facebook message, Twitter, email, anything. And of course, 
Michelle uh, McKnight. She is the Rope Drop Queen. She answers all of the questions great and will help you plan any trips that you have wanting to do coming up. And so we have to give a shout out to her. And she is in Disney right now having some fun. Yeah. She uh, tonight got to see Happily Ever After for the first time, the date that we're recording this. And then after the show was over, the two people that recorded the actual song for Happily Ever After, Jordan Fisher and the girl's name I can't remember, they sang live on stage on the castle stage. She's just uh, she's just killing me. She's texting me this stuff all night tonight. I'm like, you're just shush. You know what? I am hoping that something amazing happens when we're without our spouses here in three weeks. The only thing amazing that's going to happen for us, Derek, is like the bus breaks down. We have to switch buses on like World Drive or something. That's my prediction. Oh, come on. James Cameron or someone shows up. Some celebrity at, at Pandora. Oh, yeah. Joe Rohde's just going to be in the line right behind us. I know it. He's just going he's gonna to talk our ear off. I would listen. Uh, I would. I would. My first question I, would, of course, be with the Yeti, though, and I would probably annoy him too much. Mine would be like, ask if his ear hurts. I, I, I was just, gonna say that I would stare at his ear rings the whole list. time. I, I would just poke it. I would, yeah, see what else uh, I could fit through there. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. I think the land itself looks amazing. Yep. Um, Michelle took some pictures from the bridge today. She wasn't allowed in, no soft openings. So um, I think they got the big media event coming over Memorial Weekend here. So a lot of Pandora stuff will be out there online. You know, look at it if you want to. Don't if you don't. But we will uh, we will definitely be reviewing it in the coming weeks. Yeah, excited. So that is all the time that we have left for today's episode. Thank you so much for spending some time with us here at Rope Drop Radio. Be sure to subscribe to this, whether you're on iTunes or Google Play. Also, go to our Facebook page or Twitter. Make sure you like and follow us there. And, of course, send us any questions, comments, and if and we also really love your reviews. We've been getting a lot of them recently on iTunes. So thank you very much for all those five-star reviews. We love doing this for you guys. And so that is why we're here, Robe Drop Radio. And so for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. You've been listening to another Rope Drop Radio. <laughs>